Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Jason Dedeker teach me a born and raised atheist all about the Bible. And I feel like I know everything about the Bible now because I've gotten through a gospel. I mean, it's true. You've kind of gotten some of the bare bones at the very least. Like, once right. we get yeah. past the gospels into the books that Paul wrote, then I think we'll get more of more like Christian dogma may come through, but you have a lot of the basics. So I went out with one of our lovely patrons, Daniel, uh, on Friday after we had finished our episode. And we talked about, you know, what had gone on and the fact that the whole episode was a little... I don't know. I, I just wasn't as impressed as I wanted to be, I guess, <laughs> which is fine. That's the theme of this entire show. Yeah, <laughs> No, I feel bad. And and I was like, the, where was all the religious stuff that I hear about? Everyone, you know, getting all into he's the son of God and he's, you know, being sacrificed for all of your sins and all of that stuff. And, and Daniel said exactly what you just said, where the Christian dogma kind of comes in in after the gospels are done. And then it's all about like people writing about or talking about their interpretation of what happened, I guess, and what it means for mankind and humanity. Is that right? Well, I don't know. <laughs> sure. Sure. I mean, yeah. as we're getting into the book of Mark mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. which again, it's another gospel. There's going to be a repeat of many story beats. However, I was doing some Googling and at least according to Wikipedia, the book of Matthew seems like it was written more for a Jewish audience. And the book oh. of Mark allegedly was for a Gentile audience. Okay. So maybe that's really what's missing for you, Emily, is like you needed a book that was directed more to you. Mm. A- am I a Gentile or am I You're just- a Gentile. Okay. Anyone who's not a Jew is a okay, Gentile. Okay, is a Gentile. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yes. But I'm not like in anything, but I guess that makes sense. I'm, <laughs> I'm just not a Jew. That's the only thing. You are a Gentile. Yeah. That's- yes. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yes. I see. So we'll see what happens with Mark. <laughs> and then, yeah, you looked up like, what are some sort of feelings that evoke, you know, this book, Jason? You said that it had a couple things. There were a couple adjectives or whatever for it. Well, yeah, and I, I don't know because I have not read these gospels in many years, and at mm-hmm. the time, I was not reading them in a very kind of critical, analytical way like we are now. Ironically, was not drinking back then and am now. So yeah. the whole whole order of events <laughs> is irony. confusing. There you go. But yeah, when I looked it up, supposedly, according to, uh, I forget, like doinggood.org or Bible <laughs> something, one of those many sites, uh, they said that Mark was a particularly like colorful and emotional and expressive telling of the gospel. So we will see if that's true. I forget the exact wording that was used, but... I was like, we'll be the judge of that. But yes, (laughs) whatever they say, exactly. Fine. Now, I was 
thinking before we started, we could talk a little bit about the book of Mark. Sure. Just to kind of set the tone. But do we want to talk about our drinks first so that we can be drinking yeah. them while we're talking about oh, this? That sounds yes. great. I would love yes. that. Yeah. Yes. I'm a very proud of my drink too. So I want to talk about go, it. Go ahead. Tell us about it. Yeah, please. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I just got some Italian plums that oh. were grown by my mom at the farm. Cool. And she dropped off a big, huge bag of them. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with all of these plums. And I was like, wait a minute. I bet I could muddle those and yeah. make a nice drink. So I muddled a couple of plums, okay. did a dash of Campari mm. and some bitters, and mm-hmm. then whiskey as the main liquor in it. And it is really good. I'm super nice. into this drink, actually, because it's fruity, yeah. but in a real fruit kind of way, rather than that like fake fruity flavor. Yeah. And just like a little bit of bitterness from the Campari. Sure. Yeah. That's lovely. Oh, yeah. My mom was like, you should make simple syrup. That's smart. Mm, you could definitely, yeah. yeah, make some plum-infused simple syrup. That would be Ooh, really tasty. That'd be smart. That'd but be lovely. Smart. Should do that. That's a yeah. very beautiful drink, Jess. Thank you. How about you, Dedeker? I'm actually treating myself to an absinthe. Ooh. A very, a real, real with water and getting all milky and poured it over, you know, the sugar cube and yeah. everything. I didn't light it on fire. I considered it, but then the guide that I was reading was like, don't light something on fire if you're drinking. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, it was pre-drinking, but still, yes. Yeah, but still, you know, I was just like, I'm just not going to risk it today. Nice. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not today, Jesus. I Mine is pretty simple. I just was really craving a margarita, so I'm doing a scratch margarita Ooh, with yeah. the Rock's favorite tequila, lemon, lime, and agave, and that's it in mm. Cointreau. Love it. Wonderful. We're drinking well today. Beautiful. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Let me tell you a little bit about the book of Mark. Uh, and so Dedeker already told you a little bit about it, which is which is cool. So one thing I wanted to look up was the order that historians believe the Gospels were written in. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is that when I just type that search into Google, the top results that show up are from a lot of Christian sites, and they give a different answer than what I find on Wikipedia. Interesting. And basically, in Wikipedia, they're saying that the traditional belief was that Matthew was first. Um, and so they kind of based most of the like understanding of Jesus as a historical figure off that and kind of put Mark a little lower in the hierarchy. But then more recently, essentially, it's the consensus, as far as I can tell from historians, is that Mark was actually the one written first. Interesting. And so... Mark, as Dedeker mentioned, was probably written for a Gentile audience. All four of the Gospels were written by anonymous authors um, and then were later in like the second century BCE, given the names that we know them by today. So that apparently when they were originally written down were not attributed to anyone. They were just these anonymous stories. Mm. So that means, okay, that, that means that these guys did not write them. These guys did not write them. Yes. Got it. Yes. Weird. Yes. But they're like, so this, we're going to pick these dudes to name them after. Fascinating. Yeah, well, I also learned that at least with Mark, the Mark that it was believed for a long time to have written it was someone named John Mark, who was mm-hmm. a contemporary of Paul writing the letters oh. rather than being a Mark that we might see in the story or anything like that. So, um, and, and so possibly the same with Matthew. I don't know. So this man with two names, a John Mark? John Mark, yeah. I mean, that's common. Mm. Well, they couldn't do John John 
like yeah it couldn't have been Matthew Mar or Matthew John Luke and John <laughs> John, John. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to go with Mark uh-huh yeah yeah <laughs> uh and then so so the idea is that they believe that Mark was written first and that Matthew and Luke both used Mark as a source when they were writing their Gospels. Interesting. Um, and the reason for that is that basically those three are the synoptic Gospels, which means they pretty much line up with each other. The facts are relatively consistent. But there's things that are different between Matthew and Luke. And the only things that Matthew and Luke agree on 100% are all the things that are also in Mark. Hmm. So kind of the idea being that they used Mark as this source and then elaborated on Mark with other stuff that had been part of the oral tradition, other stories that had been heard, uh, you know, things like that. Hmm. So that's kind of the, the idea behind this one. And I found out that that's called the synoptic problem is oh. the title that they gave this. Why is it a problem? Yeah, what was the problem? I think the problem was about trying to solve who wrote theirs first or who copied whom. I guess that was the problem. How do you solve a problem like Mark? Like John Mark. <laughs> yeah, like John Mark. How do you solve a problem like John Mark? That's good. We should write a song called that or something. Yeah. That is good. Um, yeah, basically do, doing that kind of stuff, right? Comparing like the wording and the fact that the parts of Matthew and Luke that do agree with each other often are like word for word exact matches. Wow. Also with Mark. Okay. But like don't have word to word matches with each other except for things that are also in Mark, I guess is the idea. So that's kind of what led them to think. I think Mark came first. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, cool. So should we talk about casting now? Because I mean, all we of should because yeah, it's Mark. Exactly. <laughs> So, okay, so yeah, so just a natural mm-hmm, progression, mm-hmm. right? And and people in the chat are already jumping on this bandwagon. You think of Mark, and of course you think of, oh, hi, Mark, which is, of course, the infamous line from Tommy Wiseau's masterpiece, The Room. <laughs> and so now it's funny because Greg Sestero, who played Mark in that film, or date I think, him or something. Uh, <laughs> 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 Um, I was going to take offense to that, but I'm like, no, it's it's quite likely that that could have happened. Um, but no, no. <laughs> he is a Bay Area kid, so he, he does know people that I know. Oh, that that was what it was. We heard a story yeah, about Someone him else we know with met somebody. Him, yeah. Yes. I just thought it <laughs> yes, might have been you. Yes. I don't know. Got it. Okay. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. But the funny thing is Greg Sestero, who played Mark in that film, I think from his look, seems like he'd be a, an appropriate, like a shoe-in to, to play a Jesus, mm. right? He's got the total white Jesus right. vibe. But I think we'd be really doing everyone a disservice if we didn't cast Tommy yeah. Wiseau as I Jesus. I mean, only he believes that he could play Jesus. But I'm sure he really believes that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it would be a weird Jesus. Now, I like the idea, though, that perhaps in this, you know, the, the film version that we make for DBS+, Plus, if we could occasionally pull out to have uh, Greg Sestero as Cistero. Mark, the one writing it, kind of turn to the audience and be like, oh, and I so love this that. is where, Ooh, a little bit like the disaster artist, good. right? Like he's the one writing the story yes. of I love that. Tommy Wiseau, aka Jesus, doing his thing. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I love that. <laughs> John Mark. Okay, so Mark, so Greg Sestero is going to play Mark. Yeah. Right, John Mark. Slash John Mark. But then Tommy Wiseau is going to be Christ himself. The Christ, yeah. Yeah. I think we just have to. It's, okay. I know we have a lot of good people to cast 
And so instead of casting someone good, we're going to cast Tommy Wiseau. We, we got to get him out of the way. Yeah, we have to. Got to gotta do it. it yeah. I mean, if we're going to do it, it's going to be here. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Ooh, and maybe... I hope that he says some weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, hopefully, yeah. We can yeah. justify his well, thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, just thinking, anytime we cut away to Greg as Mark writing this story, that then when we kind of cut back to Jesus, he could say, oh, hi, Mark. And then <laughs> would continue on with the scene. So we kind of break the fourth wall yeah. and make this one a little bit postmodern, a little bit yeah. conceptual. I think that'll be fun. I love it's it. It's going to be an hour and a half long film that feels like three hours, and there will be three sex scenes. We don't yeah. know with whom. <laughs> yeah, we got to put those in your. We right. don't know with whom yet. No, somewhere, somewhere, a gratuitous sex scene will show up. So prepare uh, your hearts yeah, for yeah. that. We'll frequently cut away to establishing <laughs> shots of Jerusalem or, or whatever it is. We'll. We'll try to figure out tropes mm-hmm, from the room mm-hmm. that we can bring over into the <laughs> Lord Almighty. Oh, and every time Jesus is having a conversation with his disciples about like them not understanding his parables, they'll be tossing a football around mm. back and forth while they're oh, doing it. Oh, that's yeah. good. Oh, that's, yeah, that's so good. good. This movie needs to get made. I actually really want to watch this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Wiseau's telling of the Gospel of Mark. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. 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 Well, brilliant. Okay, brilliant. we should we should get into this, and yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll share some more information about Mark for later. But let's Great. let's do this. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I really want to capture this kind of fall time, sexy Tommy Wiseau, little bit maybe dated, a little bit artificial sounding music, like all, all those things. It's what we're going for, and this is what we got for you today. We hope you enjoy as we get started with Mark. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, it is time for Mark chapter one. In the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophets, behold, I send my messenger before your face who will prepare <laughs> your way. Whoa, right right wow. there. Who's going to say that? Amazing. Just right there. Who will prepare your way before you. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, make ready the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Is that like the prepare ye the way of the Lord? Mm-hmm. Yeah, from, okay. from cool. Isaiah and in Handel's Messiah. Yeah, oh, that's, okay. That's the one, yeah, yeah. Are we just going to have this song underneath the whole Just going to have thing? it underneath? I mean, I think that'd be fun. I'm into it. <laughs> there you go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Somebody's saying that Eugene is already unhinged, so oh, I, didn't I think even, we need to hear I didn't it. even look yet. Yeah. Okay, he says, uh, this is Eugene's translation of that verse there. He says, the good news of Jesus Christ, the message, worked the title of his own translation oh in there. God. That's fun. Oh, wow. Begins here, following to the letter, the scroll of the prophet Isaiah. Watch closely. I'm sending my preacher ahead of you. He'll make the road smooth for you. Thunder in the desert. Prepare for God's arrival. Make the road smooth and straight. What? Okay, yeah. too much smoothness. Calm down. This is reminding me of mouth stuff, even though there's no mouth involved. This is like smooth, smooth, smooth stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, oh, wow, look at this. John came a baptizing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? It says to baptize means to immerse in or wash with water or fire. This baptism is not just to cleanse the body, but as an outward sign of an inward spiritual cleansing and commitment. Wait, you can baptize with fire? I, cool. I, yeah. I was not familiar with a baptism by fire. I thought that was just a turn of phrase yeah, myself. but maybe. Well, apparently the World English Bible thinks that you can. Okay. I wouldn't want to be baptized by fire personally. I mean. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably, if I was given the choice between fire or water, I'd probably yeah, I mean, take water yeah. nine yeah, times true. out of 10. That's true. Nine times out of 10. But that one time. <laughs> well, yeah, the 10th okay, time is okay. when I'm really cold. Right. Okay. So John came baptizing in the wilderness and preaching the baptism of repentance for forgiveness of sins. All the country of Judea and all those of Jerusalem went out to him. Oh, everybody, wow. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. John was clothed with camel's hair and a leather belt around his loins. It's like a little fashion show. It's like John is wearing... Fun. Yeah. A Gucci leather belt. (laughs) A leather belt around his loins. Sustainably sourced camel hair. Yes. He ate locusts and wild honey. He preached, saying, After me comes he who is mightier than I, the thong of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and loosen. Whoa. It's not worthy to pick out his thong from his ass crack, No, huh? it's his sandal thong, Dedeker. <laughs> I know, I was making I a joke. <laughs> Didn't you have thongs when you were like, you know, in uh, high school? Like thong sandals? Oh, I hated them. Yeah. Well, mostly that I remember in middle school, my Christian middle school being in math class, and we did have a word problem from a Christian homeschooling textbook ooh, that ooh. was about... Thongs. Whoa. The Roman army has this many <laughs> soldiers and then also a battalion of this many soldiers that will be joining them and they need to outfit them with thongs. How many thongs will the Roman army That's need? insane. And I do That's remember all, all of us Everyone cracking, cracking up. up. Oh my God. Also, have you, sorry, sidebar, have you heard this thing where like men think about the Roman empire all the time? Oh, yeah. I sent it to my brother-in-law because he's 100% the guy who thinks about the Roman Empire every single day. Jace, how many times a day do you think of the Roman Empire? Uh, When we're not reading the Bible, probably zero times on average. Okay, well, you're not a normal dude. Like, you're not like... really? Yeah, I don't know. I'm skeptical of this statistic. (laughs) Yeah, anyways. Okay. All right, keep going. Okay. Um, So, yeah, let's see here. Yeah, he can't loosen his thong. I baptized you in water, but he will baptize you in the Holy Spirit. (laughs) It happened in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Was he old or young? Young? Whoa, hold on. We didn't even get a nativity story. We didn't even get a birth story. He just showed up. Dang. You know, I... I was excited. Just like Tommy Wiseau, he showed up out of nowhere <laughs> and was suddenly famous. I love that he's maybe just like Tommy Wiseau, like he's never a kid. He's, I mean, Tommy Wiseau oh, is like yeah. old now. He's a vampire. Yeah. yeah. He just becomes yeah. Jesus. That's old cool. Jesus. That's wow. Cool. That's crazy. Yeah, no, I actually, so I did read about this when I was looking into the Gospel of Mark. And that's one of the things about it is that the Gospel of Mark does not have anything about a virgin birth. Only None eight of chapters, the, like, whatever. Like we got, or eight eight episodes, we got to like go. 
Oh. Well, no, I guess it's just interesting that if you think about timeline of it, yeah. that he wrote this story to be this kind of biography, historical piece Weird. about Jesus. And then later writers incorporated more kind of lore mm-hmm. that had grown around it, possibly. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. to me, as as someone who's you know, skeptic of the supernatural aspects of the story from a historical point of view, even though, sure, they make an interesting story. Uh, I do think it's interesting that the first of the Gospels didn't even have that part. Yeah. And so I'm curious what right. else it won't have, actually. Mm. Mm. We'll find out. Yeah. Uh, okay, where was I? Oh, yeah, he, he came to be baptized. Immediately, coming up from the water, he saw the heavens parting and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. Don't look at it. Oh, yeah. Good call. Good call. A voice came out of the sky. You are my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. I'm sorry, what? Did this happen last time? Uh, I think this happened. Did it occur? There was a definitely something about light coming from the sky. Was there a voice? Are you confusing it with the like the transmogrification or whatever what? it was? No, what? The, the transfiguration. <laughs> when he took all his buddies, he took... Transfiguration. Uh-huh. He took Peter and John John and John Mark and John Peter and John Paul up on the hill, up on the hill to have God talk to him. Uh-huh. And Peter was like, we should hang out here forever. And Jesus was like, nah. And they left. And that was the end of the story. Okay, well. Does that ring any bells? Oh, yes. When he went up on the mountain. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Is that what's happening now? That happened no, so quickly. No, no, no. Oh, no, this is unrelated. This is different. See, okay, so the answer is no. Dedeker, you've We're a mess already. <laughs> no, I just, I'm surprised because God hasn't actually spoken in general in many, mm. many years mm-hmm. <laughs> at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just looked it up. I just looked up Matthew. This is chapter three, verse 17. This is after he gets baptized. Behold, a voice out of the heaven said, this oh. is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. So that this is in both. Yeah. Okay, fine, fine. Yes. Okay. It just happens much sooner in this one. Yeah. Immediately, the spirit drove him out into the wilderness. What? Uh, well, it, wait, uh, yeah. wait, what? Like this, the Holy sp- Spirit? Yeah, yeah. So, this, so the spirit- Like, I love you. Now, GTFO. The spirit descended on him like a dove and said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased, and then drove him out into the wilderness. It's like, go! Boy. Go, go, go! Get out of here! He was there. God, hope he had time to even get dressed after his baptism. Goodness gracious. Yeah, maybe it was naked. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. He was there in the wilderness 40 days, tempted by Satan. He Wait. was with the wild animals. And the, and the angels were ministering to him. Did that happen? Yes. <laughs> we can't keep asking this. Okay, sorry. sorry. <laughs> God. By the fourth uh, one, I'll remember. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so yes, he did, in the last one, he did spend 40 days in the wilderness as well. Okay. Uh, I think we actually got more details about it. We probably spent the whole chapter on that. Yeah, and those are just like, whatever it happened. Okay. Because I think, yeah, because that's when Satan was doing all the temptations, Right, mm-hmm. where he was like, you should jump off of this build or this cliff because if yes. you're the son of God, he'll save you. You'll be fine. Oh, yeah. Jesus is like, no, I'm not going to do that. Cool. And like those sorts of things. Yeah. That here, it's just like, yeah, he was there, was tempted by Satan. We don't need to get into it. The more important part is he was hanging out with animals. Yeah. He was carousing like with all the little mm-hmm. jackrabbits and yeah. whatever the other runners. animals. Yeah, the roadrunners. Yeah. I'm sure <laughs> native weird. to the Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now... And now, huge time jump. Now, 
after John was taken into custody. Whoa. Whoa, yeah. we are moving out of cliff. We are Back. going. This is <laughs> happening. He's going to die by the end of this episode. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Okay. Now, after John was taken into custody, Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, the time is fulfilled. Oh, wait, sorry. Tommy was Zoe. And saying, good luck with that. I don't even know. Oh, boy. Boy, yeah. Yeah. The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Not bad. Repent and believe in the gospel. It's pretty good. Passing along by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, the brother of Simon, casting a net in the sea, for they were fishermen. But it makes Logical sense. Logical deduction. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember. I do remember that. Jesus said to them, Come after me, and I will make you into fishers for men. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, they left their nets and followed him. Going on a little further from there, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who were also in the boat mending the nets. Immediately, he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired servants and went after him. Kind of mean, you know? That was a little bit mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They went into Capernaum, and immediately on the Sabbath day, he entered into the synagogue and taught. They were astonished at his teachings, for he taught them as having authority and not as the scribes. Immediately, there was in their synagogue. Sorry, we've jumped to a story to story to yeah, story. And I cannot. Keep I mean, up. it's kind of like the room. We need like six more plots going on, six more B plots going on, but at the same time, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, and yeah. some of which we're going to abandon halfway through and never revisit again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what's fun too is we could recast one of the disciples partway through as well. Oh yeah, that's good. Someone dropped That'd out. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> F this. <laughs> All right. Immediately, there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit and he cried out saying, Ha! What do we have to do with you, Jesus? You Nazarene. Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are. I know you I know you who you are. <laughs> what? The Holy One of God. <laughs> who wrote this? <laughs> this is great. Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. <laughs> the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying with a loud voice, came out of him. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. That was easy. Yeah. Yeah. They were all amazed. So they questioned among themselves, saying, What's this? What's this? There's magic in the air. Yeah. They said, what's this? A new teaching? For with authority, he commands even the unclean spirits and they obey him. Wow. The report of him went out immediately everywhere into all the region of Galilee and its surrounding area. Immediately, when they had come out of the synagogue, they came into the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now, Simon's wife's mother his mother-in-law lay sick with a fever and immediately they told him about her. He came and took her by the hand and raised her up. The fever left her and she served them. Sweet. Oh, good. Fix my mom so, so that, that she, she can, can serve, serve us dinner. dinner. Of course, like, please. <laughs> <laughs> I am hungry. I love, I love the idea that <laughs> they come to his house and he's like, I'm so sorry, I would serve you food. I don't know how to cook. Like my mom's sick, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom's sick, so she can't. And Jesus is like, don't worry, I got this. 
And they're like, oh, Jesus is going to make food. Cool. But instead he goes and just heals her real quick. <laughs> so she can hey, woman, <laughs> you're needed in the Look. kitchen. <laughs> Look what you can do now. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay. At evening, when the sun had set, they brought to him all who were sick and those who were possessed by demons. Oh, goodness. Well, you know. You gotta. There were a lot of people possessed by demons this these days. I just want to put out there because we didn't have we don't have the concept of like mental health or mental health care. I like see. the best we got is it must be a demon. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, got it. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. All the city was gathered together at the door. He healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. Hmm. He didn't allow the demons to speak because they knew him. It's like, don't tell my secrets, demons. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> early in the night, he rose up and went out. Early in the night. Do you think that means like early in the morning while it's still night, like 3 a.m.? Or does this mean early in the night, like 9 p.m.? Like 7 p.m. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Early in the night, he rose up and went out and departed into a deserted place and prayed there. Simon and those who were with him followed after him. And they found him and told him, everyone is looking for you. He said to them, let's go elsewhere into the towns that I may preach there also, because for this reason I came forth. He went into their synagogues throughout all Galilee, preaching and casting out demons. There came to him a leper, begging him, kneeling down to him and saying to him, if you want to, you can make me clean. And Jesus said, you can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. <laughs> oh, <God>. no. No. <laughs> no. Jesus, uh, being moved with compassion, he stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I want to be made clean. Oh, oh, that's nice. That's nice. I guess. Yeah. yeah. When he had said this, immediately the leprosy departed from him and he was made clean. Wow. He strictly warned him. What does that mean? And immediately sent him out. What is that Yeah. about? Okay, I think we're going to clarify. He strictly warned him and immediately sent him out and said to him, see, you say nothing to anybody, but go show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing the things which Moses commanded for a testimony to them. But he went out and began to proclaim it much and to spread about the matter so that Jesus could no more openly enter into a city. Mm but was outside in desert places, and they came to him from everywhere. And that's the end of chapter one. Wow. That was really a lot in chapter one. We did move quite quickly. What the heck? Yeah. Yeah, what's going to be the rest of this freaking story? Um, should we take a break now and then just yeah. do the last two yeah. chapters afterwards? Sure. Yeah, let's do let's it. Do it. Sure. Let's do it. Okay, we're going to take a quick break to talk about how you can support this show if you're enjoying this content. And if you've just joined us here, for Mark, we would love for you to bring all your friends along to the party. Uh, so the best thing that you can do would be to come to the live shows or just, you know, gather your friends all around the podcast machine and listen to it there and have a great time. And if you'd like to go the extra mile and contribute to this show to help us pay for editing and hosting costs and things like that, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. As a thank you for being a parishioner there, we have early releases of episodes, personal toasts on the show, uh, Emily's drink recipes, uh, along with like pictures, and of course, our, our undying love. So if you want to, go to patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. 
All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Hello, Mark. Chapter two. Now, Angry Dorito in the chat has requested that verses eight and nine be read in the Tyndale mm. translation. Okay. So that. remember that. Get it ready. Get ready. Get ready. All right. Chapter two. When he entered again into Capernaum after some days, it was heard that he was in the house. Jesus is in the house. In the house. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, many were gathered together so that there was no more room, not even around the door. And he spoke the word to them. Four people came carrying a paralytic to him. When they could not come near to him for the crowd, they removed the roof where he was. I remember this story now. Yes. Yes. Huh? I was sad this one wasn't in the last gospel, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was like, what is this? Okay, when they could not come near to him for the crowd, they removed the roof where he was. When they had broken it up, they let down the mat that the paralytic was lying on. So they like Jesus put it in to, yeah, they lower it. The Operation Dumbo dropped him wow. into the house. That's cool. Yes. Okay. Jesus, seeing their faith, said to the paralytic, son, your sins are forgiven you. I think the paralytic was like, that wasn't exactly what I was hoping for. Yeah, I was like, okay. But there were some of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in their hearts. Why does this man speak blasphemies like that? Who can forgive sins but God alone? The son of God. Okay, so now we're at eight and nine. Should we do Tyndale first? Uh, no, I think I think no? read the, the normal okay. one. Do right. yours first, yeah. yeah. Immediately, Jesus, perceiving in his spirit that they so reasoned with themselves, said to them, why do you reason these things in your hearts? Which is easier to tell the paralytic? Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, arise and take up your bed and walk? Uh, yeah, okay. What do we got? Okay. That was eight and nine. So verse eight. And immediately, <laughs> we, we, Jesus. <laughs> we, Jesus? We, we, we Jesus? I we, Jesus? Is, I think this is supposed to be when, but it's W-H-E. Oh, okay. So we, we, Jesus. We, Jesus, perceived in his sprit. Sprit. Spirit. Sprit. In his sprit. His sprit. Yeah. Uh-huh, in uh-huh. his sprit, eat. They so reasoned in the selvies, he said unto them, wow, why think ye such a thing is in your hearties? <laughs> <laughs> Whether it is easier to say to ye sicky of ye palsy, thy sinnies are forgiven. Thy sinnies. Thy sinnies are forgiven thee. Your little sinnies. <laughs> or to say, arise, take up thy bead and walkie. They bead. They bead, yes. Pick up your bead and walkie. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, Mm. he said to the paralytic, I tell you, arise, take up your mat, and go to your house. He arose and immediately took up the mat and went out in front of them all, so that they were all amazed and Mm -hmm. glorified God, saying, we never saw anything like this. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I like this. Tyndale, instead of saying, we never saw anything like this, says... We never saw it on this fashion. <laughs> Weird. He, yeah. yeah. He went out again by the seaside. Hmm. All the multitudes came to him and he taught them. As he passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax office. And he said to him, follow me. Hmm. And he arose and followed him. Is this the tax collector thing now? Just so I remember that it's in here. Uh, I mean, it sounds what like What was your it? question exactly? Where he like throws the... Oh, no. No, no. no. We're, this is, we're not no. there yet. Okay. 
This is when he recruits the tax collector to be one of his disciples. Levi, yeah. It happened that he was reclining at the table in his house and many tax collectors and sinners sat down with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many and they followed him. The scribes and the Pharisees, when they saw that he was eating with the sinners Mm. and tax collectors, said to his disciples, why is it that he eats and drinks with tax collectors and sinners? Mm. When Jesus heard it, he said to them, those who are healthy have no need for a physician, but those who are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Mm. Yeah. John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting and they came and asked of him, why do John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees fast, but your disciples don't fast? Jesus said to them, can the groomsmen fast while the bridegroom is with them? I mean, as long as they have the bridegroom with them, they can't fast as we all obviously know. (laughs) I mean, but the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them. And then will they fast in that day? Weird. No one sews a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment or else the patch shrinks and the new tears away from the old and a worse hole is made. No one puts new wine into old wineskins or else the new wine will burst the skins and the wine pours out and the skins will be destroyed. But they put new wine into fresh wineskins. I didn't know that, but I did learn something today. So... (laughs) What does Eugene say about this whole yeah, this oh, wine yeah. and and no. bright this whole metaphor? And, like, has has he modernized this? Yeah, be nice if he modernized. Yeah, this. he has a little bit. I also just need to point out that way back in verse seventeen, when they criticize his disciples, it's just uh, they say, "What kind of example is this? Acting cozy with the misfits?" <laughs> Jesus, overhearing, shot back. Who needs a doctor? The healthy or the sick? Ooh, I wow. just love that it says Jesus shot back. Shot back, shot yeah. Back. Clapped back. So yeah. uh, let's see, verse 19 here, Eugene says that Jesus said, when you're celebrating a wedding, you don't skip on the cake and wine. You feast. Later, you may need to pull in your belt, but not now. As long as the bride and groom are with you, you have a good time. <laughs> uh, okay, that actually... <laughs> Got to get the Tommy Wiseau laugh yeah. in there. <laughs> that actually made me understand what the heck they were talking about more. It is actually <laughs> like, a little bit better, yeah. Yeah, thank, thank you, Eugene. Fine, thank you. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy, okay. It happened that he was going on the Sabbath day through the grain fields, I remember this, and his disciples began as they went to pluck the ears of grain. The Pharisees said to him, behold, why do they do that which is not lawful on the Sabbath day? He said to them, did you ever read what David did when he had need and was hungry? He and they were who were with him. I can't do as good of a Tommy Wiseau impression. I'm sorry. You do it the best, Jace. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not going to do it as well. I can't maintain this. How he entered into the house of God when Abiathar was high priest and ate the showbread, which Ugh. is not which which it is not lawful to eat except for the priests, and gave also to those who were with him. He said to them, "The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Therefore, the Son of Man is Lord, even of the Sabbath." Now, Eugene's <laughs> got a really good version of that here. Okay. He says, "The Sabbath was made to serve us. We weren't made to serve the Sabbath." The son of man is no yes man to the Sabbath. He's in charge. Wow. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool, actually. I don't know. He has super vado. Yeah. Like, 
he kind of thinks got very, some chutzpah for sure. Yeah, yeah. He, has, he thinks pretty highly of himself, and I guess I expected Jesus to be like very humble, like one of those very humble men. Mm. No, he's no, not, no, no. He's totally not, which is no, kind no, of interesting. No, no, no. Yeah, the whole like meek Jesus is definitely not how he actually was from what we have here. Yeah, Jesus yeah, meek nah. and mild. Mm-mm. Nah. And I'm like, well. I appreciate humble men because there aren't that many of there them. There aren't that many of them. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. <laughs> but um That's sort of a rarity, really, yeah, some might well, argue. But I expected like Jesus to be that and he's not. Okay, let's yeah. go on to number three. <laughs> yeah, I, I do want to just say so yeah. far, I'm loving Tommy Wiseau actually in this <laughs> I role. I like it's actually really good. good. Like it, yeah. It's funny, yes, but it's also actually kind of good. Like the weirdness sort of fits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it does. It is weird. I'm into and it. And he has the bravado for it for sure. So yeah. Yeah. See if you can do a little hint of the of the voice. Oh, God. Like, yeah. Okay. I'll see what I can do. He entered again into the synagogue, and there was a man there who had his hand withered. They watched him whether he would heal him on the Sabbath day that they might accuse him. He said to the man who had his hand withered, Stand up. He said to them, <laughs> is it lawful on the... I don't know what I'm doing. I'm doing more like a Willem <laughs> DeVoe or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it lawful on the Sabbath day to do good or do harm, to save a life or to kill? I need to like watch some movies uh, or uh, the movie again or yes. Yeah, we it. should all watch the movie to prepare yeah. for the rest of this, Yeah. Is it lawful on the Sabbath day to do good or to do harm, to save a life or to kill? But they were silent. When he had looked around them, at them, with anger, being grieved at the hardening of their hearts, he said to the men, stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was restored as healthy as the other. The Pharisees went out and immediately conspired with the Herodians, Against him. Herodians? Against yeah, him. Herod's Herod's people. Ah, yes. Yeah, we didn't even talk about Herod. Crazy. Like, Yeah, I yeah. guess he's been in the backdrop this whole time. Mm-hmm. With the Herodians against him, how they might destroy him. Jesus withdrew to the sea with his disciples, and a great multitude followed him from Galilee, from Judea, from Jerusalem, from Idumea, beyond the Jordan, and those from around Tyre and Sidon. A great multitude, hearing what great things he did, came to him. He spoke to his disciples that a little boat should stay near him because of the crowd, so that they wouldn't press on him. <laughs> wait, hold on. A little boat? Yeah, I'm, wait, so, wait, I'm God, so sorry. A little, a little boat. Like, boat? Like, is it like keeping... It, it's kind of like his... His red tape, like between him and the people. He's like, I'm sorry, like I need a little boat in between me and like everybody else because God forbid they touch me. Wait, no, but a, really though, a boat? Well, so like, th- this one in the last gospel described it a little more clearly where like he was at the beach and all the crowd kind of pushed him up against the water. So he like got up on a boat so that yeah. he could kind of see over the crowd and not get pushed into the water. But this is very funny. That I love it. Like, so they wouldn't press boat. on him. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Uh, For he had healed many so that as many as had diseases pressed on him that they might touch him. Gross. The unclean spirits, whenever they saw him, fell down before him and cried, you are the son of God. 
he sternly warned them that they should not make him known. Interesting. So I don't recall that being such a big thing in the last one that he's like, yeah. shh, shh, uh, don't talk There about was me. a little bit of that, I remember. But yeah, it does I seem guess. like it's coming up more often here. Where he's like, exactly. Shh, shh, shh. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Like, he knows that that's kind of what's going to gonna get him killed in the end. Mm-hmm. So I'm surprised that mm-hmm. he's even saying, no, don't tell anyone. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> he went up into the mountain and called to himself those whom he wanted, and they went up to him. <laughs> so not everybody, okay. only a couple mm-hmm. people. Just the ones Maybe he wanted. This is the disciples. He appointed twelve. Oh, these. Oh, these are the twelve. He's he's casting yeah, yeah. the twelve. These are the twelve. Oh. These are the mountain. Oh. Yeah, he appointed twelve that they might be with him. That's cool. And that he might send them out to preach and to have authority to heal sickness and to cast out demons. Simon, to whom he gave the name Peter, for some reason he hated the name Simon. <laughs> James, oh. the some. Whoa, son wait, of, hold on a second. What? What? In the message, it says here. Here are the 12. He said, Simon, Jesus later named him Peter, meaning rock. So he's also the rock. Shut mm-hmm. up. Wow. That's wild. That's, that is wild. Okay, please continue. James, the son of Zebedee, John, the brother of James, and he surnamed them Bone, Bonergus. <laughs> I'm, excuse what? me? What does that say? <laughs> excuse me? Bonergus. <laughs> Bone Ergus. <laughs> Which means son of thunder. <laughs> Do you see that? So, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, so James and John, the sons of Zebedee, he like gave them a nickname, like a Brangelina. But Bone they're Ergus. the brothers Boernergus, meaning sons of thunder. <laughs> That's cool. That's actually pretty awesome. Like, I, I don't think that he did that with everyone else. Okay. Yeah, they have to have made a band, right? They had a band, like a little two, sons two of man. Thunder. Brother band, yeah. We are Sons of Thunder. Thank you oh, very much. We're Bone Argus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Andrew, <laughs> Philip, Bartholomew. Oh. What? What? So sorry. We have a really good suggestion in the chat. Could okay. those be played by two of the Hemsworths? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Is it okay. Liam? Okay, sorry. Is it Sons Liam? Sons of Thunder, too, right? It's a Thor crossover yeah. thing. Is it Liam and Chris? Or is yeah, let's it do Liam and Chris. for sure? It's got to be Liam and Chris. Okay, not not the budget Hemsworth who was in um, no, Westworld. No, no. Okay, yeah. who who is this again? Who are the Sons of Thunder? Uh, James, James and John. Yeah, James, Liam and Chris. John. So yeah. Liam has. I'm just gonna say my claim to fame. Liam Hemsworth has come into my restaurant that I work at many times. He's extremely, extremely tall. Very good looking, and he winked at me a couple times, which made me very. (sighs) (laughs) When when Miley Cyrus was there too, and I was like, "I'm sorry, I'm. I don't know if you're non-monogamous, but you're like winking at me with your wife sitting there." (laughs) He was really good looking, so it was all right. Okay, you're blessed. You were blessed by a son of thunder, a real Boanerges, real Boanerges, and he's and he's the Witcher now, so. I know, which I'm kind of like, mm, mm, yeah, mm, I know. none of us yeah. are happy about it. None of us are happy about it. Probably not even him. Okay. <laughs> so, Sons of Thunder, Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, the son of Alpheus, Thaddeus, Simon the Zealot. Oh. But, okay, Simon the Zealot. So, they had to like do different Simons. So, they did Peter and then Simon. Right. They're like, both of you were named Simon. You're Peter. 
your Simon. I think that's what right. happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. Mm. He came into a house. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. End of, end of story, start of new story. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He came into a house. The multitude came together again so that they could not so much as eat bread. When his friends heard it, they went out to seize him, for they said, he is insane. What? <laughs> Who is this? Who's <laughs> Sorry, his friends? Wait, yeah. I don't know. What are they talking about? Wait, so step back, back a few verses. He came into a house. What? It says... People gathered. It says, like, Judas betrayed him. He came into a house. The multitude came together again so that they could not so much as eat bread. When his friends heard it, they went out to seize him, for they said, he is insane? What does that even mean? Yeah, weird. Will you figure that out, please? <laughs> the different <laughs> translation. Have to say? Yeah, so, so, okay, here's, this is the NIV, New International okay. Version, says that, then Jesus entered a house, and again a crowd gathered so that he and his disciples were not even able to eat. When his family heard about this, they went to take charge of him, for they said, he is out of his mind. Are they talking about Jesus' yeah. family? Now, okay, here's Eugene's take on this. So we went into the house, they couldn't eat. His friends heard what was going on and went to rescue him by force if necessary. Mm. They suspected he was believing his own press. What? You know, that's saying the kids use. The kids always would use. Yeah. 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 Believing his own press. Like he's getting too big for too his hot. brushes? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's the one who's like, don't tell anyone about me. I'm such a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe they don't know that. They just know everyone's okay. shouting it. So they assume he's promoting this. I, I feel no like everyone who reads this, this is the good thing about reading it out loud is that all of us collectively can be like, I'm sorry, what? Because when you read it to yourself, you're like, oh, sure, whatever. And then you just like, okay, skip yeah. over it and keep going. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's the amazing thing about us reading it out loud. Okay, I'm just going to keep going. One of the many amazing things. One of the amazing, yes. amazing things yeah. about us. I like that. Verse 22, the scribes who came down from Jerusalem said, he has Beelzebul, Beelzebul. And by the prince of the demons, he casts out the demons. Hmm. Oh, yes. I remember this criticism that it was like, Jesus is going to shoot back being like, how could I be casting out Beelzebub via Beelzebub? That's just ridiculous. Yeah, you don't fight fire with fire, you know, something like that. Oh, yeah, here it is. Yeah, he said, he summoned them and said to them in parables, how can Satan cast out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. If a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. If Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he can't stand because he's in two pieces, but has an end. I added that little part. (laughs) But no one can enter into the house of the strong man to plunder unless he first binds the strong man, and then he will plunder his house. Most assuredly, I tell you, all of the children of men's sins will be forgiven them, including their blasphemies with which they may blaspheme. But whoever may blaspheme against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but is guilty of an eternal sin, because they said he has an unclean spirit." His mother and his brothers came, and standing outside, they sent to him, calling him. A multitude, wait, his mother and his brothers came? Who is that? So, yeah, so it's hard with our translation because there's no breaks between stories, but it's kind of like 
in the other ones, there's another little mid-chapter heading here. So he gave this whole thing being like, you all are stupid, accusing me of evilness. End story. Next story. His mother like, and his brother, you know, who we've never met. Then his mother shows up. And don't know anything about. We've met Mary. I know well, not we in have, this book, but not in this book. In That's this. what I'm saying. Yeah, it's good true. point. Good point. Yeah. Like, it's true. It's like, it's true. who? But everyone has a mother. I think if you didn't have the baggage about Jesus and the birth being so important, you'd be like, okay, sure. Yeah, there's a story about a guy. Oh, his mother showed up. Cool. Like, that's normal. No one would question that. Some random mother. Yeah. <laughs> and his brothers, who, again, totally gets rid of the idea that Mary's a virgin for life. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I was actually reading about the Gospels in general. And there's the four canonical uh-huh. Gospels, which are these ones yeah. here. And then there's, you know, a bunch of other Gospels. Okay. But one of those other ones apparently is attributed with being the first to promote the idea of Mary being a virgin forever. Mm. I'm sorry, but <laughs> yuck. It's yeah. <laughs> too bad for her. <laughs> a multitude was sitting around him and they told him, behold, your mother, your brothers, and your sisters oh. are outside looking for you. You get sisters too. That's cool. He answered them. It's fun. It's nice. <laughs> he answered them, who are my mother and my brothers? Looking around at those who sat around him, he said, Behold, my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of God, the same as my brother and my sister and mother. Sick burn. Is, is that it? Is that it? I, that's it. I don't know. Is that yeah, where that's we're ending? It. That's where we're ending. Okay. All right. Okay. All yeah. right. So what do we give Mark yeah. on a scale from one to 10 so far? I, I'm into it. I'm going to give it a solid six. What? Yeah, I give it I give it points for efficiency. But it's not just like I feel like Matthew took longer to say yeah. stuff and also was a little dry yeah. and kind of trying to present it in this by the book I just, just the facts ma'am kind of way. I'm, but this one it's fast and also a little more jazz. All I'm going to say is <laughs> yes, it's very jazz and if this were a movie, I'd be like I'm sorry, what the f is going on, you know? Because if there are eight, I guess, we're doing eight episodes, and if we break those episodes down into like moments in the movie, mm-hmm. this is sure. this is a really fast, like convoluted kind of really crazed moment, and it's happening at the beginning. <laughs> it's just so quick. It's like the room. Yeah, yeah. It's like I the guess room. That's why yeah. this is good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, some people are giving it a four. <laughs> Dang. Oh, Plus two for Tommy's Jeez. performance. Rough. Rough, 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 rough. Yeah. Rough, indeed. Anyways. Uh, I'm loving uh, it, and I can't wait to read yeah, more of it. I mean, we're getting more. Anyways, we're excited to continue with Mark. It's going to be a fun time for everyone to watch Tommy Wiseau paint this beautiful tapestry for us. Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience on our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group or on our Discord server at discord.drunkbiblestudy.com. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. 
Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jason Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their home out from their album, Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad.